0: for you enjoy the show
1: Do you want to be transported back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation? I certainly do. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer, bottled with all-natural, uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. And it's not just about that elevated set. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. I've said it before, but I love this product. It feels like I am going to a spa every... Free night and it delivers that coveted post vacation glow like you just returned from a tropical getaway. Right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code DATABLE at OCIAMALIBU.com. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DATEABLE at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code datable for 10% off.
0: This episode of Datable is brought to you by Scoot, shared electric scooters you can ride anywhere in San Francisco. Thank you, Scoot, for providing us with a Scoot quad for this episode. Dateable listeners get a special deal, $10 for three hours of scooting. Sign up at scoot.co forward slash dateable or use the code hotdate. So guys, we're so excited to be back for season two. A lot has happened since the release of season one. We were featured in Huffington Post as one of the top dating podcasts. We had a nice write-up in Up Out SF. We've even set up a few listeners with some of our guests. Hello, Love Karma. And the response has just been overwhelming. I can honestly say that this podcast has been life-changing for the entire Dateable team, and we hope to continue listening and learning from you guys. Now, we just cannot wait for all of you to experience season two. Let's just say you will not be disappointed. As you may remember from the season one finale, I set out to do a Tinder experiment of my own after being inspired by Robert's story. We will have all those results for you on the next episode. But for this premiere episode, we did something a little different. I was set up on a blind date and the kicker is, my date and I had to record a candid post-date interview. So, here you go. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show that opens up a candid conversation about dating in San Francisco.
2: And that very excited, happy voice that you just heard is my lovely co host, UA.
0: And I'm always excited by your voice, Michael Vargas.
2: And on each episode, we dissect a dating story. And today, I think we have something a little different, don't we, UA?
0: We do. Um, This past weekend, I was set up on a blind date, a complete blind date, where I knew nothing about this person or their name. But what's really cool is that my mystery man is in the studio with us today.
2: And what's double cool is that I'm going to be actually uh, interviewing them both separately. So we're going to get to hear two sides of the same coin.
0: Oh, yes. So um, my mist. do you want to do you want to meet my mystery man?
2: I would bring him on in. Uh,
0: this is this is Matt. Hey, Matt. Hi Matt. Hi. Everybody clap for him. <laughs> and we do have a small studio audience in here as well to witness. Imagine if you did this for every date you went on. <laughs> you go on like podcasts to talk about it. I'm not
2: mistaking. Uh, we're gonna do ladies first. So Matt, after you got your applause coming in, I need you to get out.
0: <laughs> Hi Matt. Bye. <laughs> All right, he's out.
2: All right, so it was just you, me, and a bunch of other audience members. Exactly. (laughs) And our listeners right now, UA. So tell us, what happened on this blind date of yours?
0: So basically, I knew nothing about him, and I didn't even know his name until he texted saying he was on his way. So I had no idea who he was like not even association with a name so i get a text that's like hey ua it's matt i'm on my way and i was like okay his name is matt this is a sunday and the day before was super sunny and beautiful but on this sunday it was pouring rain So I knew that he had rented a scooter to come and get me, and I was really worried. I was like, oh, my gosh, do I need an umbrella? Do I carry the umbrella when I'm on the scooter? This is going to be so awkward. And he wrote to me, he goes, don't forget your raincoat. So I'm like, oh, boy, we're going to be drenched. But he shows up, I was pleasantly surprised, in a covered scooter. So it looks like a mini smart car. It's It's really cute. It's like a scooter basically with a cover over it. So it's got doors, and the doors fly open like uh, like one of those like futuristic cars.
2: Like a wings.
0: Like wings, yeah. And I kept thinking that it was like a Batmobile, but like a very cute little one. It was red. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> We have a lot of Batman fans that are going to be pissed right now, but that's okay. Keep going with the cute Batmobile. Cute
0: version of a Batmobile. So he uh, pulls up, and I'm like, my day is here. I get really excited, and he's just like, Huge smile on his face. He's like, I'm here. He parks the scooter basically right in front of my building because you can park that thing anywhere. And the doors fly open, and I had this moment of like, oh my gosh, here he is on my date. And he walks out, I swear in my head, oh slow-mo. He walks out of the scooter, and he has this just really amazing smile. It's just like one of those smiles that you're like, okay, it's not raining outside.
2: They're chirping and all of
0: it. Yeah. A very sunny disposition. And he's super cute. So I'm like, awesome. This is going to be a great date. We get into the scooter and he's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm down for anything. I'm pretty new to San Francisco. I'm down to explore. And he's like, well, in this thing, we can pretty much explore the whole city in the next few hours. So at first he's like, let's just go to Fillmore area and see what we can find over there. I'm like, awesome yeah that's a great idea and he plugs in his phone and it plugs into the speakers so you can play music from your phone so we're like out out of my building i swear to you we're not even half a block down and there's already two girls in the next car taking photos of us (laughs) and we're like what we're getting so much attention already because this thing is so so cute and like noticeable you you'll be able to notice on the road for sure so we say hi to them. Date is off to a great start. And we're on our way to Fillmore. He's like, let's just do a little detour around Knob Hill. Let's go down to like, you know, Russian Hill or up to Russian Hill. And then we go to Cal Hollow. And he's like, I'm avoiding the marina. So we turn back around. And then we go, <laughs> and then we go up Pack Heights. And as we're going up this hill, now, I was like, you know, my favorite park in the city is Lafayette Park. Have I- you ever been, Michael?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful park.
0: It's like got a gorgeous view of the water, right? And gorgeous houses down there. So he's like, why don't we just stop there for a little bit and go to the park? Super romantic. Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention was that when he pulled up, he had put his jacket on my seat to keep it dry for me. Oh,
2: Ah, that's a rarity.
0: So we go up to um, the top of the hill, and I'm like, this is one of my favorite views. We have a moment of like, oh, this is so nice. So nice spending this time enjoying the city that we both live in. And then it starts pouring even harder. So we're like, let's go drink. Then <laughs> <laughs> he's like, do you want to go on Divisadero? I'm like, perfect. I've never really hung out on Divisadero. So we hop in the scoop. He's like, I always drive by this like um, bar. It's called San Francisco Athletic Club. I think that's what it's called. And he's super sporty. In and in, in our like, you know, conversation in the Scoot, he's talking about how, how he used to run track and how he owned a climbing gym. So he's like very athletic, very sporty, very outdoorsy. So, so I'm guessing course, he's also in shape too, right? Oh, he's super in shape, but it's like the sh- in shape of like a runner. He's very lean lean, lean man. Um, so he's like, this really caught my eye, obviously this, this bar. So we're like, yeah, let's go there. We go to the bar and we order our drinks and we just like really get to know each other because we know nothing about each other. And I can say that Matt is someone that I've never met. This is a type of person I've never met before. He's very different than any guy I've ever dated or been on a date with. Pretty soon we start talking about relationships, right? So I'm like, um, how, what are your, what's like your relationship history? And he's talking about how, um, he's the longest he's been with someone was like two years. I believe he's never lived with a girl and he feels like now is the time for him to find someone to like be with and commit himself to, which is great to hear. But there was one red flag that gets me every time. Here's wh- he's mm-hmm. what I call a converter. He converts ex-girlfriends into friends and he'll convert friends into girlfriends. So it seems from his relationship history, he's only dated friends, and those girls turn into friends. <laughs> so he has a bunch of friends who used to be his girlfriends. And that so is- So he
2: had, he had friends that turned to girlfriends that turned to exes that are now friends.
0: Exactly, he's a converter. He funnels them through this pipeline. And that's really alarming for me because I have my own insecurities when it comes to jealousy. And I get very jealous when a guy has a lot of female friends to begin with, but to have a bunch of female friends who you used to sleep with, and it's a little bit too much. And it's very, it's, it goes beyond my comfort level. So that was like a red flag.
2: Before before this red flag of this conversion tactics that he uses came up, how were you feeling about him?
0: So this is the thing, when he told me about his conversion (laughs) process, it made so much sense because there's something very comforting about Matt where you almost put him in the friend zone immediately. And I think with him, we were having so much fun. We were talking about so many things. I felt so so open with him and I felt like he was very open with me, but I also felt the friend vibe.
2: Okay. So you already kind of had that vibe of his conversion from the beginning.
0: Yes, I did. But what was most interesting about our bar conversation is that it turned into talking about relationships to giving each other relationship advice, dating advice. So <laughs> he, he was talking about something. Oh, he's talking about like, you know, at what point he, he's like, I believe the guy should make the most effort in the beginning. But at what point should the girl step in and start making effort? So he was talking about how um, with some of the girls he's been seeing, After three or four dates, he'll actually text them and be like, hey, just to check in, how are we doing? How do you feel about me? Um, Am I, should I make more effort or are we like headed down this path of like friendship? Anyway, so still we're having great conversation and then it's time to leave. So we get on the scoot, we head right on back. It's like still raining at this time. And he's very gentlemanly, takes me back to my place. But that, I mean, that's basically what happened. But I would have to say, I've been on many blind dates before and this was definitely the best blind date I've been on.
2: Really, what made this so much better than your previous blind dates?
0: When was the last time you picked someone up for a date in the city, right? When was the last time yeah, that happened? No. You always end up meeting and you and you always get the text like, oh, I'm in a lift. I'll see you in five minutes. But when was the last time someone showed up at your door to pick you up to go on the date, to go to the place you're supposed to go to together? I find that extremely romantic in itself.
2: And you know what? It, I, I like what you talked about. And it sounds like one of the things you really liked about it is not only did he pick you up, but then you were outside, you had movement going on and you got to explore all these different options and kind of allowed yourself to find like, okay, this area feels right.
0: And there's something about being in that scooter together was very intimate because I'm like, two inches away from his face <laughs> so
2: I'm gonna ask next too because you just met him and then here you are I'm, I'm guessing you're behind him like holding on to him
0: so I think on a normal scooter I probably would have to bear hug him and be, be big spoon but in this quad I just had to straddle him so I don't think he minded that at
2: all so for you you know it just sounded like it started off real strong
0: yeah yeah and also we were both in a great mindset. We were both super positive.
2: For first dates, as this goes, you we will rate it from a one to a 10. What do you rate this? One being like the worst first date you ever had, 10 being the most amazing, greatest, there will never be a better first date than this. What, where are you rating it?
0: I would say a seven, a solid seven.
2: All right. Hey, congrats. Oh, Sounds like oh. it was a fun experience.
0: Audience wants to know if I've had a 10. I have had a 10.
2: Oh, sorry, Matt.
0: I have had a 10 that turned into a two on a second date. So, a strong 10 on a first date doesn't necessarily equate to a good second date.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Okay, should I bring Matt? Yeah. All right. All right,
2: is is, uh, UA out? She has... Exited, she
3: has left the building. I would love to hear from you what happened. Tell me the whole story. So before I met up with UA, I had to pick up a little scoot electric vehicle that I had never ridden in before or driven. And it's this little two seater pod type vehicle that has no walls on the side, but a little roof. And it was starting to pour rain so perfect timing. timing yeah the timing was great <laughs> so was so worried. what is going in your mind beforehand beforehand it's like wow well you don't can i swear on yeah. this yes, yeah you can oh, fucking square swear all you want don't <laughs> fuck this up so i uh it was great i i showed up and i you know, I t- I'm pretty sure I told her right off the bat that I was nervous. I don't think I rolled right up and said, I'm nervous, but, you know, it was high. You know, I'm kind of, yeah. Uh, so, picked her up, and what was nice is she was smiling. She was wearing a raincoat. It was. It's just nice to show up on a date and have someone al- already be in a good mood or think she's in a good mood. So, because we kind of had this, we're in this together kind of feeling and uh it was a blind date um to be honest I had a little bit of information beforehand apparently she didn't know anything about me
2: you see her
3: what's like your first impression of her my first impression she had a little camera and she was filming and I was like wow she is so energetic and she was so happy and just amped to to be doing this so I was like yes this is awesome and she's very attractive and it was just a nice like, ah, this is going to be a good time. So that was my first impression that it's going to be all right. We uh, hopped in the scoot, got in there and I've only been back in the city for about four months. Um, So I I didn't really quite know where we were going to go yet. I figured we'd scoot around for a little bit, just kind of have her experience being in this little pod, roaming around, it's like you're on a roller coaster. So we, we started rolling around, and took off uh, to some little, we stopped at a park. Uh, I totally forget the name of the park already, but of course she gets out, I don't know if she was just being nice, but she's like, this is my favorite park in the city. There's always great dogs here to hang out with, so. Okay, what's some of the things that you're starting to chat about? getting to know each other a little bit, seeing what brought her to San Francisco, where she's been, talking about me being gone for a minute, because both of us kind of have very, not quite transient, but mobile lifestyles. So where, mm-hmm. where we were definitely meeting up on and just having, having good conversation about. So we, it was raining pretty good at this point, and just kind of finding out she had just actually, she's a trooper. I just remembered she cracked a rib earlier that morning or did something because she coaches, she teaches some hip hop dance classes. And I guess mm-hmm. either a co instructor or someone in the class gave her a big hug and just boom, like one of her ribs right before she taught the class, I guess, got uh popped out of place so she (laughs) it was uh she's like don't make me laugh this hurts a lot so good thing for me yeah there was no more pressure to try and be funny so (laughs) so then we we kind of decided since it was raining and we'd gotten a little bit of walking in and we saw some cool dogs running around and we we went and grabbed a drink before you get to the bar
1: Mm
2: -hmm. What are you, what are you thinking about this girl? I mean, you just met her for an hour. So what are your impressions of her
3: at this point? I'm thinking she's way cool. I'm thinking that, that she, she's doing really cool stuff that she's got this great podcast going. I, you know, it was kind of interesting to figuring out before this date, like, okay, do I approach this like, like a, a, date like I'm trying to pursue someone is this what what degree of date is this if that makes sense like and what what did you decide on I guess I decided that hey you know this is a really cool person to know where it's just our first time going on a date it's all been going well you know if it see where it goes from here uh but no expectations that's one of my things is I try not to have expectations too soon about dates because in San Francisco here it can I don't know what the other person is thinking and it's a little early the first 45 minutes of meeting someone I can't be like hi do you like me do you want to go out again (laughs) and uh I I don't want to jump the gun all right so you're open-minded you're seeing that she's a pretty cool chick and then you go to this bar yes we go to this bar. I'd never been in there. Uh, I'd driven by it a bunch. It kind of looked like a sporty bar. So we we parked and head in, and sure enough, there were about 50,000 TVs with sports on them, and people there drinking beer and watching sports. So, so a super romantic day. we were, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was super. Steve. Bromantic. So (laughs) bromantic. Bromantic. So we kept it to one drink and I got to pick her brain for a little bit more and it was good. And honestly, I, so I've listened to a few episodes and learned that her and you both are dating coaches and I figure, well, hey, uh, you know, see what, see what you guys are seeing in the bay here because I'm new here. So, so you kind of use it as like a, info session a little bit <laughs> I I probably yes I did
1: but I don't
3: think it was a gross amount of questioning or badgering uh, to her about it we okay yeah I definitely though feel if my memory serves me presented her with a few scenarios that I had kind of gone through this last couple months uh to recently and you know it was just nice to have good insight from her so you're on this i'm i'm curious you're on this date she seems pretty
2: cool you're open minded and then all of a sudden we start talking about you know our dating and our in our past lives what what led it up to that do you normally talk about previous dates in your first date i'd say
3: 30 to 40% of the time yes
2: Okay, okay, okay,
3: nice, nice.
2: And any, any any light bulbs that you got from it?
3: I did get some light bulbs. Uh, one thing I asked her point blank was just like, hey, what, if you were interested in a guy, how do you show that? I had proposed a few situations I'd mentioned like, hey, you know, I met someone, we had an, a good time, you know, we'll see if it goes anywhere. Not sure if they might be interested. What's your take on that? Um, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah (laughs) well that's for me it's an indicator to show girls because if I'm talking about it they're more than welcome to talk about the dates that they've been on I it's kind of kind of breaks down a barrier because I think there's still uh jealousy issues out there and I just not with me necessarily like totally that's a whole different subject but just being it being okay for like someone to talk about their dating life or just other guys and them you know so you just wanted to see how she would kind
2: of react to that and and see if she would be open to that experience like to the idea of it yeah I'd say so okay and then the other thing too I I got a question for you. you you asked her like hey if you like someone how do you how do you act or how do you do that or how do you show that you like someone were you doing that also as a way for you to get intel on seeing if she was interested in you In a
3: roundabout way and subconscious way, I would say yes. Nice. Well done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like like you're asking her, hey, how do I know that you're interested in without directly asking it? That's good. You're doing work, being very proactive. So now you're at the bar, you had some drinks, you're talking about all this relationship stuff. Then what happens?
3: We got out of there and we headed back towards uh, her place to drop her off. Went out, just kind of kept chatting. Uh, I think, oh, what we were doing the whole time. So what's awesome about this scoot is I was able to plug in music. So we were like singing along. I think I put on some like Uh, easy like Sunday morning radio on Spotify, so we were just like the oldies were coming on and we were just we were totally singing as we were like headed down the road. So that sounds fun. Yeah Regardless if Anything by that point it was a great Date with someone. Well, okay, so the question well, I got a couple questions one at the end Did you feel like you wanted to kiss the girl? I feel like, oh, God, I'm not going to be diplomatic about it. Yes, yeah, I would. <laughs> or I, I did want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what stopped you? I just wanted to be a gentleman. Well, here's the thing. I heard, I was, because I did a little bit of homework and listened to some of the podcasts beforehand, some advice from her, she had laid out a good th- three dates. And, and nowhere in date number one, had been mentioned that there was any action. So I was like, okay, cool, because she had like a three date kind of scenario set up. So I was just like, okay, cool. If we hang out again, and personally for me, I also have a three date rule. So if you hang out with someone three times and if you're attracted to them and want something physical to pursue, you gotta make a move uh, on the third date if you already haven't, because then you're gonna fall into the friend zone. Yeah. Did you feel like? Did you think that she wanted to kiss? I feel like I don't know if she wanted to, but I also am pretty sure if I would have like stepped forward and taken the initiative, she would not have turned away. I wouldn't have been like it. W- I don't think it would have been the awkward like, "Oh, you kissed me on the cheek," <laughs> you know? You caught me on or the slap cheek. In the face. No. Yeah. Or like, "Oh, oh, you know," she had these boots on. Like, so she she has this very like unique way of dressing. She had tights on, like workout tights, and then like boots up to her knees. And I did not want to get kicked by this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Cause she's talking about like hip hop dancing. She's like athletic and got (laughs) strong legs. I'm just like, uh uh-uh, like no, no, no boot print to the chest today, Matt. On a scale of one
2: to 10, what would you rate this date?
3: Oh, to quote the movie Spinal Tap, this one goes to 11. Woo!
2: All right, man. Well done. Well, hey. Thanks for taking my girl out, my host, my co-host on a nice, nice date, and I appreciate you taking some time to kind of share us your perspective on it, man. Thank you so much.
3: You're welcome. It was great. Thank you.
1: Julie? Yeah?
2: Are you Are you bringing UA back in?
1: Um, Carly went to go get her. <music>
2: Okay. All right. Uh, so Matt, M- UA is actually back in the room. So now you're both in this room together. And you know you both told me your individual perspectives. And there's actually a lot of like interesting things going on. And one thing that I want to point out for both of you is that one of the things is you both really got excited about you know, the first time you saw each other. You guys actually had great first impressions of each other.
1: Ka-ching. All right. <laughs>
2: so it starts off nicely and um actually UA Matt was talking about how nervous he was about going on this date with someone who who's already you know, on this podcast, and has all this experience, so he he was going a
0: little nervous. I thought you were nervous about the camera in your face the entire time. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> but that was weird too.
2: And so this is where it gets interesting. Kind of, I think this is where people you two start diverting a little bit.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. diversion!
2: So, UA, what she said as at this point is that she's picking up a friend vibe a very friendly vibe. Um, this is a nice guy who, you know, it just feels like he could be a potential friend. And Matt, one of the things you were talking about is how you want to leave it open. And you, you were just trying not to push anything too hard. Cause Matt says that he didn't want, um, he didn't know how to really react because he didn't want to force this to go a certain way because it was such an odd situation. So he, he didn't know how to play his cards on that one. Um, Oh, actually before that, there was something about jealousy. And Matt was talking about how he wanted to uh he wanted to kind of see if I might be wording this not just right, but he wanted to see if you how you would react to the idea of him talking about past relationships uh-huh. and making sure you're not a jealous type person. Ooh. And UA says that she was a jealous type person and <laughs> felt that
0: happening and that's one of my biggest weaknesses. Well,
1: I think from producer, it sounded. It didn't sound like Matt was doing it to see if you were jealous. More just like because he knew you were a dating coach and get like your opinion mm-hmm. of dating. I think though, like the talking about him. other people on dates can come off as a friend butt. Like mm-hmm. when you're talking about other girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been on dates before, and that's happened. I'm like, oh, this guy's not interested because
3: he's talking about other girls.
0: Yeah. Light bulb. Absolutely. That's why I was like, oh, maybe that's just a friend-zoned situation now because we're, like, talking, sharing dating advice now. Oh,
2: Oh, Matt, UA was very impressed because one of the first things you did, which you didn't even mention, was that you put a coat on the seat so that UA wouldn't sit on something wet. Uh, thank you. (laughs) He's like, but
0: had nowhere else to put it. No. (laughs) No, that was really sweet. I I think it's like, for me, it's the little thoughtful things that people do on dates that really are memorable for me. It's like holding the door open for me when you pulled back the seatbelt to let me out. Like, that's, those are nice things that, you know, that that I remember.
2: The little things don't mean a lot. They mean everything, right? This is where it diverts a little bit more. at the end i asked you both how would you rate this from one to ten for first dates <laughs> okay. so ua you rated this a seven and then matt rated this an 11 out of 10. Oh!
1: um
2: i i was pressing matt on this i wish i asked you ua but at the end did he want to give a kiss and he said he absolutely wanted to kiss you but wasn't sure if that was the right time and he kind of wanted to be you know he knew that you would want to wait three dates and you also want a completely sober kiss so he held back but he wanted to give you a, a, a sm-
0: that's commendable I w- yeah. yeah that's pretty commendable so i do want to talk about the giving the date a seven so a 7 in my book, a 7 in my book is a, like a solid 10, really. I mean, that's like, it's on a curve. But you also picked up a friend bud, too, so I'm
1: sure that had something to do with the 7, Exactly.
0: Right? I think it, it would have been a 10 until the girls were brought into the conversation. Now, you didn't, I was also very curious, I was also egging you on because I, I'm always curious, but of course we spent a good amount of time talking about the other girls in your life. So it could have been a, it could have been a 10 if I didn't like egg this part on, but I'm also, I also do a dating podcast, if you don't <laughs>
2: Just like a lot of good intentions from both of you, but maybe a, a, things here or there were not exactly clear, but that's just us misunderstanding things. So what happens is when we don't understand something, we want to put a label on it. We want to judge it because that makes us feel safe and makes it feel understood. But I, I would say people to sometimes just be an ambiguous and allow that to happen and just allow the truth to come out organically and give it time. I think that's a big takeaway.
0: I kind of feel like, see, I kind of got a different takeaway from this. I feel like one of them was I made assumptions during the date that I could have clarified on the date. So when we start talking about the the girls, I could have been like, so you know, like, is there a reason why we want to bring this up? And is this more of a platonic vibe that you're getting? I could have, I could have brought that up, but I didn't, I was just making assumptions that maybe Matt was just not interested. And he... and two is, I think for men, I think it's great to keep things open and to keep things ambiguous. But at, at a certain point, I, I do think a guy should be a little bit more aggressive. And even if you're like, I'm not sure where this is going, you can still push it in a direction that you want it to go not force it, but Like drive it that way and see how the girl reacts. Yeah, I actually do appreciate it when guys, you know, like go in for the kiss, for example, or talk about a second date already after a first date. I like that aggressive, but also that's just my style. Some girls may not like that. They may think it's old too much, but I I appreciate that because at least I go, okay, at least I know he's interested.
2: No, no, that's great. Um, I actually have two questions, but we'll start off with that one. What about a girl showing aggression on a date?
0: Do you think I showed you any any signs?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so what what would be like well, concrete signs?
3: So I, hold on. Do I get to explain my? 11- yeah, yeah, hold on. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Before we do, before we do, before we do, UA. I have one question for you that I I wish I asked earlier. So I'm gonna ask it now, even though it's a little later. If he went in for the kiss, what would you have done?
0: Oh, I would have been down, for oh. sure. I would have been down. Because I think you okay. can gauge so much from a kiss, and then I would have been like, "Oh, it's not platonic, right?" Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Answer, right? Right,
2: so now, now Matt, I'd love to hear your your takeaways and your anything you'd like to add on.
3: This is all really good to hear, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt, Matt's still here, so that's a that's a good sign. <laughs>
3: no man you're doing great it's very nice to get feedback but ua and i were talking about this we're not mind readers so we were talking about this at the bar it's like the guy doesn't know what the girl's thinking the girls don't know what the guys are thinking i mean there's verbal and non-verbal communication for me i'll be the first person to tell you i'm really slow in the uptake to finding out if a girl's interested in me or not so i have to like go out of my way to put myself out there or make a move. Cause you know what? The worst thing that's going to happen is, you know, you get shut down or you get kicked with some really serious pair of boots. <laughs> 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 like,
0: wait, but I do, I do want to know this. He didn't answer my question earlier. Mm. What would be signs that a girl could give to show that she has- Women a giving
1: touch, like just like gentle touch is always a good sign.
0: Touch. I feel like I touched you. I touched your arm. I touched your shoulder. I touched your penis. (laughs) Was that not enough?
1: One of the things we've talked about on this podcast, and I think that's what's going on here too, is sometimes the first date is tough to assess. It is. Right? Mm -hmm. Like A lot of people give up on the first date if there's not instant chemistry. And the reality is it takes a few times sometimes. I think this situation, if you guys we're not on a podcast talking about how you felt, you probably wouldn't talk again, or maybe you would, but like it would be a right, a friendly, I don't know. It didn't right. feel like it would become a instant connection. Right. But now that it's been out in the open and for people that aren't on a podcast, maybe it's just thinking about like, should I give this another chance, see what can evolve, even if things like are not fireworks from day one.
0: And I would say this, I actually think, I just thought of this. You were wearing a hat. It would have been impossible to kiss you in a hat oh (laughs) my head would have hit your bill remove all barriers no what you
2: do is you stare at her in the eye you move the hat backwards (laughs) you lean in there you go
0: as much as i could talk about this forever we should wrap this up i do want to say this to our listeners at home so this is i'm like the guinea pig of this experience but we want to create this experience for more people if you are interested in setting being set up on a blind date a complete blind date email us, you know, um, write in on our website. We want to set you up. The only caveat is you have to come in (laughs) on our podcast, come into our studio and be interviewed and be as candid and honest as possible. Remember folks,
2: we can keep everything anonymous. So no one needs to know who it is.
0: Yes. And if you have fun dating stories, we want to hear those as well. So with that said, let's wrap this up, Matt, you're awesome. I had an Really, really fun days. Date number
1: two. Date number two. Date number
0: two.
2: And I want to say that I approve of Matt going on a second date with my co-host UA.
0: But he has to ask first. Ooh. I'm not gonna assume anything. Oh. I'm not gonna assume anything.
3: Hold on, while we're on air, I'm not making the mistake again.
1: You <laughs> oh. <laughs> in
0: for the kiss. <laughs> um i wish we had recorded that on video i had no idea that was gonna happen to me i am blushing so hard right now i can do better than that just give me i can do better than that take two take two, take two. so is that are you asking me yeah
3: let's go out again if okay. you would
0: like to go out some time again I would love to. No recording devices and no podcasts. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Done. All right. And with that, Michael, I'm going to take a cold shower. And what do you have to say?
2: Stay dateable. Yeah.
0: Thanks again to Scoot for lending a Scoot quad to me and Matt for our blind date. Now, if you dare, there is a video of the date. Just search for dateable podcast on YouTube. If you wanna try Scoot for a blind date or first date of your own, check out scoot.co forward slash dateable. There's a special discount for dateable listeners, which is $10 to sign up with the code hot date. Scoot is also having a party this Friday, April 22nd for Earth Day at their new headquarters located at 1077 Howard Street. There will be smitten ice cream and a vegan food truck. So hope to see you there. And of course, you can always find us at dateablepodcast.com.